Welcome to Shaylee and Katie's Lemonade Stand. We're trying to figure out how to do this thing, the mom thing, the entrepreneur thing, while trying to turn all the lemons into lemonade. And figuring out how to grow our own little lemonade stands we've started. But metaphorically. Metaphorically. Yeah, they get it. I'm Shaylee Murphy, an interior designer and mom of one with one on the way. And I'm Katie Day, a photographer and mom of four. Shaylee, I'm on fire this year in the kitchen. What? Not literally. Ask me what we're having for dinner any day of the week and boom, I could tell you. Okay, Tuesday. Boom, roasted pork with apples and rutabaga. What? Ask me when I prepped it. When did you prep it? Sunday night <gasps> and it's paleo. Wanna know why? I do wanna know why. Because I am the captain of my own life, Shaylee. Oh my gosh, Katie. This I'm year, I'm the you. captain. I'm proud of you. Yeah. Guys, Prep Dish is a meal planning service that offers gluten-free and paleo meals. And every week you get an email with a grocery list and prep ahead instructions so that all of your meals are ready for the week. Try it out for free for two weeks. You just go to prepdish.com slash SK. Prep Dish. I'm the captain now. <laughs> Shaylee, before I used FreshBooks Cloud Accounting, you want to know how I would log my bank transactions? Oh, man. I kept a notebook in my car. <laughs> Whenever I went to the bank, I'd just, I just, I'd write it down, and then I'd type each line into my laptop in January. Who are you? <laughs> Who are you, and how are you a successful business person? Guys, the all-new FreshBooks is ridiculously easy to use. You can sync it to your bank transactions automatically, or you can be a freak and you can enter it from your laptop sitting in your car. Um, you can also create and send professional-looking invoices in 30 seconds or less, set up online payments with just a couple clicks, and get paid overall up to four days faster. FreshBooks is offering a free 30-day unrestricted trial to all of our listeners. Just go to freshbooks.com SK and enter Shaylee and Katie in the How Did You Hear About Us section. Freshbooks is you don't have to write down on you paper. Don't need to write it down on paper. And then if your car crashes or something, it's not just like all gone. Too. It was fine enough. <laughs> Welcome back to Shaylin Katie's Lemonade Stand. Stand. Today we have Kendra Hennessy, and we love her so much. She's our spirit animal. Oh my gosh. Okay, so she is going to teach people like me and you, if you can relate, um, <laughs> on how to manage your home and become just a little bit more homemakerish. Ish. Love it. Um, she talks about practical tips like using the power of momentum instead of motivation mm. to actually get stuff done. Creating yes. systems, routines to minimize your mile-long to-do list, and just setting some realistic goals. Like really, like so realistic you can't not do them. You can't not do them. Okay, so before we get into that though, we have to thank our amazing fake sponsor. Fake sponsor. This episode is brought to you by Motivation, motivation During, during the winter. winter. Okay, Katie, you got a tagline? Motivation? Uh, yeah. Um, I can't. I can't. I can't. Not during the winter. Thanks, Motivation During the Winter. Everybody, welcome Kendra. Clap her in. Yay. Hi. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, we have a live studio <laughs> audience. Um, hi, Kendra. We're so excited to have you. Oh, I'm so excited to be here. Even just before we started recording, I can already tell this is going to be loads of fun, and I'm so excited. <laughs> we always want to preface it like, we're a chatty podcast. Yes, just so you know. They know. Our people have found us, and the others have fled. Uh, <laughs> That's what you want anyway. You don't yeah, want people yeah. listening who don't who aren't your people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so describe where you are so we can picture. where Where are you in the world? I am in upstate New York, so I'm about two and a half hours north of the city. I'm in actual upstate New York, not fake upstate New York, like people say when they're like two seconds out of the city. <laughs> right. That's still New York. So are the trees beautiful in the fall? They are gorgeous. If I look out my to my right, there is a beautiful yellow tree and an orange tree. So it's it's gorgeous right now. This is like the most beautiful time of year. So that's where I am right now. I'm jealous. Yeah. Good. We're That's in a windowless nice. room at the library. <laughs> Trust me, it's for our own good. It's for our own good. There's no distractions. The walls Squirrel. are mine. Squirrel. Yeah. Um, okay. So we want to hear everything you have to say about productivity and systems. But before we get into all these great practical tips that are going to change my life, no pressure. Um, <laughs> can we hear just a little bit about your your own journey, your own story? Yeah, absolutely. So I am the um, CEO and founder of Mother Like a Boss. That's like my professional, you know, I'm supposed to put that in my bio, but really I just run <laughs> an online business where I help moms to become what I call homemakerish. So I, I <laughs> yeah, that's my like, that's my claim to fame right there. Is that word so that I came up with. It's so good. Um, 
Yeah. So I I have on on a personal note, like I said, I'm from uh, I'm in upstate New York. I have two kids, an 11 year old and a five year old. Um, my husband and I have been married for 11 years. And then um, I actually started my business journey way back when, when I was 22. I started my own cleaning business. Um, I had absolutely no business experience. I had just dropped out of college. I had just found out I was pregnant. My husband and I weren't married yet. It was like prime. <sighs> I, make about really, right. <laughs> I, I make really solid sound decisions. So, um, <laughs> you know, I so, think it would be fun while I'm pregnant, getting on my hands yeah, and knees and scrubbing other, other people's oh, yeah. houses. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And and at 22 years old as well, oh. where I know nothing about the world and nothing about business or any of that. But it actually worked out. And I, I really think that it was one of the best decisions I ever made because I was so naive about the world that I think that actually helped me because I didn't know that I could fail. So I was like, well, just, I mean, like people start businesses and they're successful. I didn't know people started businesses and they failed miserably. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So that, um, that continued on. I had that business for 11 years. And, uh, then I, I started mother, like a bit, uh, mother, like a boss really out of necessity for what I saw from my clients. So most of my cleaning clients were moms. And what I was finding was that they were actually more stressed about me coming than, (laughs) Than not. So and, true. Okay, oh can I yes. I've had a cleaning lady before. And sometimes I feel like I might as well just clean my own house because the yes. sweat and work that is going into preparing it. They're going to judge me. I know. I <laughs> yes. know. I know. That is what I would hear. I would get text messages like the night before, like just skip that whole <laughs> section of the house. Like just, I threw everything in there. You don't have to do it. Or can you reschedule? Like just a lot of panic. And then people again, thinking that I was judging them. And I always said, like, when I walk into your house, the last thing I'm doing is judging you. Like I'm there to help that. I really did feel that. Like I was there to help. I'm not there to judge anyone. Um, and what really I really true, Kendra. Right. If there was like, a lot of, like blood and like a knife in the bathroom, <laughs> I would probably judge that. Okay. I would be like, maybe, maybe I need to call the police and not be here anymore. I'm not here to but, judge you. Like, can you move that body out back? Yes. For us? <laughs> the only time I felt like I would ever have a judgmental thought was more when, um, you know what I did it more when it was like a bachelor or something. Oh, and right, I was right. like, did your mom never teach you how to clean? Like that was my thought. <laughs> and whose panties are these? <laughs> exactly. But for like moms and stuff, I was like, you know, I'm just, I'm in the trenches too. I know things get out of control. And the last thing they needed was me to be like, why can't you just keep your bathroom clean? Like also... <laughs> Then I don't have a job if right. you if job you all security. of a sudden learn how to do it. <laughs> job security. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We totally we we stole your intro. So you it's okay. No. Going. That's really what ha- I mean. I really just thought like these these moms need more help than just someone to than to clean for them. Like, how can right. I take what I know? Um, having at the time I had been a mom for like 10 years, how can I take what I know there, take what I've learned in managing my own home, take what I know from managing my own home and running a business and cleaning and throw it all together into this mix where I can help moms all over the world. I mean, I didn't have that grandiose thought at the time. I was like, how can I just help like 10 moms in my local area? Um, how can I help them to run their homes better? Because at the core, the reason that they were stressed about me coming to clean was because of poor home home management. Mm -hmm. And honestly, that's not their fault. That's not our fault. We're not taught that. No one, when you get a new job, the first thing they do is train you. They train you on the new job. When you become an adult, it's like you're 18. (laughs) Bye. Like have a good time. Enjoy being an adult. Here's a kid. (laughs) <laughs> you know, have fun. Like that's it. <laughs> they don't. Tra- no one trains you on any of it, and we're just kind of thrown to the wolves. And nowadays, too, with social media, it's harder than ever. I think for moms to keep up with the the mother Joneses. Like we're always yeah, just trying to keep yes. up with that. And um, I'm trying to end that and make home management more accessible and less perfectionist based. Uh, yeah. Or it. it's like I made the Pinterest cookies for my kids' class, but you should see the rest of my house. Correct. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> how it is. <laughs> my life is in shambles. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh gosh. Yep. But you also you mentioned like that while you were owning and running your own cleaning business, you kind of felt like your home was a disaster at the time. 
So my house, I I never thought my house was a disaster. I think what I was lacking were routines. Mm. So the one thing that I was lacking was like, I knew how to clean. I was cleaning other people's houses. So I could clean my own just fine. What we were lacking was the management of like, yeah. let's get into a routine so we don't get to the point where you, we have seven loads of laundry sitting there waiting. And at the time, I only had one kid for six years. I mean, my kids are six years apart. So I only had one and I felt like, why can't, why can't I get, why can I do all this in other people's houses and then come to my own and, and not have it done? And homemaking is, which is really what I talk about is modern homemaking is so much more than cleaning. It's not just the cleaning. It's the cultivation of a place that feels safe and peaceful and happy to you. And you know, that feeling when things are a disaster, you come home and you're like, Ugh, ugh I don't want to be here. Like it's we just you look around and feeling Kendra. Don't put that. Yeah, up. No. no, I'm sure. Like no one feels that way. Um, so I really wanted to change that. And so I I realized in my own life that it was my lack of routines and systems that was the issue. Not that I couldn't clean. I knew how to clean. That was easy. Right. But it was like, what about the what about the systems and organizing my whole life? Yeah. That was the problem. Yeah. Yeah. Sist- like brushing my teeth. I know I'm gonna have to do it every day, so yes. I do it. But yes. I I don't like to do it. I don't know how to do it. Right. <laughs> Instead, I can't just ignore it and tell you. I mean, you can, but your teeth will fall out. And so yes. it's like it's like the same thing. But first, I've been married ten years, and I am the same. I have one child, and I feel like if I just picked a day to do laundry on every week, I would do it. Right. And instead, I'll be like, "How many weeks, months have yeah. been since I changed that bed?" <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> yep, because we get busy with other things, and we think we'll remember, and we don't. No. So, oh my <laughs> yeah, gosh, it's hard. Okay. Anything else? Let me see. Anything else we want to pick out from your cool journey and story to getting here before we like, we're going to launch in. We're going to launch in so hard to this. Um, Good. I'm ready. Okay. So, so when did you make the jump between just doing your business? um, Not just doing your business, but building your cleaning business to helping other people teach officially. Yeah. Yeah. So that I started uh, Mother Like a Boss in early 2016. So I was still running my cleaning business at the same time. And I stopped my cleaning business. I ended everything um, in April of 2017. So it was over a year that I was doing both. And that was uh, a challenge. <laughs> that was yeah. a lot of work. Also, I have I had two kids, and I'm a Girl Scout leader, so there's that Heck added yeah. aspect. To <laughs> you are. Yes. So, did you have so, anybody cleaning with you, or were you it? Yeah, um, I had for I've had people on and off depending on the season of life that I was in, how busy we were. So right. for a while, I did have somebody with me, um, and then she got pregnant and had to leave, and so it was just me, which was fine because I did that quite a bit. But when it's just you, then you can't take on as much work, which right. means you can't take make as much money. I mean, there's you know it's a whole snowball, and right. that was also another thing that I really the reason I wanted to. Um, to do something online. Because to be honest, there is the, I want to be helping people, but on a very selfish end, I wanted to be able to stay home. I wanted to be home with my kids more. And I felt like my cleaning business, I was basically, I had built myself a job. I had, I had a job. So I I didn't want that anymore. And it's physical manual labor and you have a finite number of hours to trade for a finite number of dollars. Mm -hmm. Yes. And then that's- that's exactly correct. And I, I looked ahead and said, okay, you know, at the time that I started a uh, mother, like a boss, I was what, like 32. And I thought I was looking ahead and going, well, where do I want my business, my cleaning business to be in 10 years or 20 years? Do I still want to be doing this? Like, I can't, I'm going to be exhausted. I can't do this. Like I was already having issues with, with my knees, my carpal tunnel. I mean, holding the things the same way every day. Like it was already affecting me in my early thirties. I couldn't even imagine in my forties or fifties. So yeah. Oh, that's such a fun story. Yeah. You're like a little entrepreneur and didn't even realize it until I, I love the whole, like, I didn't know that people didn't start businesses. That could that fail. Could yeah. Like you just did. Yeah. Like, I'm going to make a business. Yeah. It was accidental cool. success. Yes. <laughs> I love it. Okay. Yeah. So now you're going to fix me. <laughs> this is Katie speaking. And I a hundred percent agree with you. I know how to clean a bathroom. I can clean it really yeah. well. Uh, but do I clean it on a consistent basis? Do I have a system for that? Uh, no, no, I do not. No. Usually it's like, Oh geez, it's going to be today. I guess the mother is coming over. (laughs) Um, So help us walk us through some 
some practical tips. Um, can we just start with like getting realistic about like what we even see for our home and what we see for ourselves, like the goals mm. we can set? Yep. Yeah, absolutely. So I think uh, goal setting has become like very sexy these days. It's like a very popular thing. It's something you hear all about, especially near um, the first of the year. And the problem with the way that most people are talking about goals is they're asking people to set these very grandiose, very long-term goals. And mm-hmm. that is, that's great for like a vision of where you want your life to be. But as a mom, I don't know about you, as a mom of two, I don't even know what next week holds for me sometimes <laughs> because you like, do I don't know who's all gets changed. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like I, my, my kids could get sick. Something could happen. A, a car could break down. God, who knows what could happen. So I would rather set very small manageable goals that I can work towards each week. Like what can I do this week that is going to lead me to where I want to be? I also started, instead of asking, what do I want to do in six months? Like, where do I want to be? I started asking myself, who do I want to be? Like, what kind of person do I want to be two months from now, six months from now, a year from now? Because the actions are a lot easier to create when you actually know the kind of person you want to be versus like just what you want to do. Because that seems really daunting. When you're like, oh, I want to be like, if you, if you even took like a, a, from a business standpoint, if you were like, I want to make a million dollars next year, well, that's very daunting. But if you say, I want to be the kind of person who owns a million dollar business, and then you work towards, well, what does a million dollar business look like? What does a person, you can do the same thing in your home. If, if you want to have a bathroom that's cleaned like weekly and you don't want to have to be thinking about it, well, what does that kind of person look like? That kind of person has systems. That kind of person delegates to their kids. That kind of person doesn't worry about it when it's not getting done. Like, yeah, those are just some practical things you can do to doesn't start. Doesn't worry. Oh, I just, okay. Mm. Oh, keep going. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, absolutely. Gonna lie. I rear-ended a car this week. Katie's kids are sick. I'm sick. And I was feeling a little stressed out. And then I remembered when we interview people for this podcast, it's more for me. But yeah. even I was listening. I'm like, this isn't, I love, I love this. We're getting to hear nuggets of wonderful, inspiring information. So now I'm like, you go. Yes. I see. So, like it is. so let, let's talk about systems. Yeah. yeah systems. And routines. Yeah. Is that mean like a yeah. laminated chart on a refrigerator? No. No, it does not have to be, it can be whatever way works for you. So it could be like, I use a program called Trello. Like I use an online program. I use a Google calendar. Like that's what I use. I use Trello. I use Google calendar. Yes. I have all the tools. I have the tools. Okay. But I use it for work, not for my home. Yeah. So you can use it for both. I actually teach uh, moms how they can just use it for meal planning, for a cleaning routine. I use it for Girl Scouts. I just use it for anything that needs to be planned because I figure I'm already in there for work. I might as well just have boards for everything. That way I can like see it all at a glance and I don't have a bunch of notebooks with like notes written down, which is basically how pre-2016 Kendra used to do everything. Or like Uh, notes in your phone, just like all Yeah, pretty much. There's so many notes that I can't even find notes. I do think I have like a thousand notes. It's like the new sticky note. Like make a sticky note and you'll never see it again. But you can search them. You'll feel better. I didn't. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know how to use that yet. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And then they're all, they're random too. Like they're very, the way we write things down, like we have a thought and we write it down the way we're thinking of it at the time. And then you open it up and you're like, I have, I don't know what this means. You're like, I don't know what I'm to the car person. (laughs) I don't like, I don't, I don't know. (laughs) Can I quote, can I quote, can I insert a quote? Yes. It's one of my favorite quotes from Tina Fey and baby mama, where she, she writes down ideas in the middle of the night, but she wakes up. Make everybody be twins. <laughs> make, make everybody be twins. Okay, back on track. Okay, okay. Yeah, that's so exactly that's, Trello. That's how it works. Yeah, with notes too. So, um, yeah, I use so I use Trello and Google Calendar, but I also tell people like tried and true pen and paper work just fine if you're going to keep it somewhere you can see it. Right. Like if you're going to keep it in a place where you're actually going to be able to see it, um, then that works. And charts and and routines and checklists and all that stuff are great, but they're just a tool. So my my quote that I like to tell people all the time is that um, a, a tool or um, a chart is just a tool like a hammer is a tool. If you don't know how to build a house, a hammer is useless. Uh-huh. So like the chart is useless <laughs> if you have me. no 
backing. Like if you're like, okay, so I just created this amazing, I just bought this like chalk paint covered chore chart from Etsy. It's going to change my life. And then you don't have anything behind that. Then it's probably (laughs) work. Or what I do, I'm sorry, I have a cold. Still everyone, I still have a cold. Um, We're recording multiple episodes, so I'm going to have a cold for a while. Um, Anyway, I, I will open up spreadsheets when I get stressed out at work or with life even like remodeling our house. And I just make spreadsheets that don't yes. mean anything <laughs> and don't, they're not organized. It's just, it's a spreadsheet. So it makes me feel really in control. And I have yes. like 70 different spreadsheets that I don't even go back to. Like I go back to like, maybe anyway, it's the same thing. It's like, cool. I'm using this spreadsheet tool to make myself feel better, but it's not changing anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I liken it to also like, uh, not that I've ever done this before, but like buying a gym membership and yes. then never using it. Like you're, you get the gym membership with high hopes. You're like, right. this means I'm going to do the work. But if you don't have any accountability, if there's no consequences, if you don't remind yourself, if you're not in it to win it, like you're not going to go. So yeah, the yeah. same thing works for cleaning, you know, your bathroom or, you know, mopping your floors because, or whatever, whatever is in that routine, even for your kids, if there's nothing to back that up, um, if you're, if it's not broken up into very small, incremental, easy to do things, then you're not going to do them. And that's how most people do chore charts or (laughs) charts in general is they just create this huge list of stuff to be done. (laughs) That's really daunting. Like nobody wants to go, Oh good. Uh, today on Thursday, I'm going to do 75 things. That seems super easy. That's how I approach Um, it. Like what two days are we going to clean the entire house from top to bottom? And there's never two good days for that. No, there's not. Let's put, okay. Yeah. Break it down for me then. Okay. So like you, you've talked about time blocking and batching work. Let's hear about that. Yeah. So I, I try to time block my work work. And then I try to time block anything that I do in my home as well. So what I mean by that is that I take blocks of time. So right now, you know, I had in my Google calendar that we were recording this podcast. And then afterward, I'm going to take a 20 minute break because if I try to jump back into something else, then I'm not going to do it. So it's like I have a break in there. And then I have an hour where I said I'm going to, I don't know, I'll just say write emails. So I have this like hour where I say write emails, but within the hour, it's like I'm going to work in 15 minute increments of time because- I want to make sure that I'm not giving myself too much to do, um, which is what I've fallen. That's the trap I've fallen into with work. Like, oh, I have the whole day free. Cool. I'm just going to batch record podcasts for six hours. Like, no, I'm not. I'm not going to do that. (laughs) I'm going to get two hours in and be like, I'm done. I'm not doing this anymore. So work, um, work, I do that. And then home, I do that as well. So it's like, okay, I have this amount of time. I'm just going to spend 15 minutes, um, cleaning the upstairs. I'm just going to vacuum for 10 minutes. I'm going, I'm going to take that block of time and then I'm going to break it up into smaller blocks as well. And the misconception about time blocking is that you have to know, like everything has to be detailed, like down to the minute. Like 12 to 12.05, you have to be doing this. No, it just means instead of looking at your day as one long continuous event, just break it down into small little things that you can do for five minutes at a time, 10 minutes at a time, 15 minutes. I do a cleaning challenge like that. It's like five, five, five. You do five tasks for five minutes at a time Mm -hmm. and for five days. Like it's just breaking it down because that creates momentum uh, which is what people are lacking because everyone sits around waiting to be motivated. I don't know about you, but I'm never motivated yeah, I'm never to clean. <laughs> what you're describing to me sounds an awful lot like when I would babysit and I'd say, I'm going to count to 30 and see if we can yes. get all the toys put back in this basket. And then the kids get all excited and run around and I'm like, it's magic. We're doing that just yes. for ourselves. It's like, yes. I do this for five minutes. Yeah, that's exactly you are you are literally psychologically setting yourself up to do work because there's something magical about the way a timer works. Like it's it not it works for me it works twofold. It's like one I I know that the timer will go off so I won't get so caught up in doing something that I like don't do anything else. And two, if I don't want to do something, I know I only have to do it for 5 minutes. Like I only have to do it for that um and I heard that the first time from Shalene Johnson, who does like, uh, you know, Pio videos and like, you know, workout videos. And she said, I always tell people, just do it for five minutes. Just do it for five. Cause you know what? Once you do it for five, you're going to keep doing it because you're like, well, I'm already doing it. Like I already, the, the, the hump is not clean in this toilet. 
Right. Like the hump is not five minutes to 30 minutes. The hump is zero minutes to five minutes. Exactly. That's like oh the gosh. biggest one to get to. Yes. Oh, yes. Quote. That's your quote. That's your quote. That's yes. the tweet. Tweet that. <laughs> um, We're not on Twitter. But. So can you give me, I'm the type that either just doesn't do it or I'm the like, I'm going to plan every second of my day and I get hyped up and I do it for two days and then I stop. So give me like a, like a breakdown of like maybe your version of how you would time block for, which you kind of did it, but for just cleaning, let's say just cleaning. Yeah. Um, so I, first of all, you have to look at your day. So like, are you, um, are you working from home? Are you working outside the home? Are you a stay at home mom? Are you, is it a weekend? Is it a weekday? So I always say like, look at your particular day let's and then say, figure let's out. Let's say I have yeah. between 930, just hypothetically. Yeah. Yeah. Hypothetically <laughs> Nine, speaking. 930 and 130 on Thursdays that I could dedicate to cleaning. Okay, great. So that's a very finite amount of time. Yeah. Right. So you, that's your, like, that is the block of time. So could you be like cleaning during that time and working, or is it just cleaning that you could be doing both? Assuming because the other days I could just work. And then let's say Thursday, I want to like integrate cleaning into my block. Got it. Okay. That's, this is a perfect example. And the reason I ask that is because if someone is like, oh, my kids go off to school and I stay at home and I don't have any like outside work to do, then that block is going to be different than someone that's like, Hey, I have some work that I need to do. So I would look at which to you is easier to do the work or the cleaning. Like what feels easier for you to do (laughs) work work because I'm a people pleaser and I would rather let myself and family down before anyone else. Got it. Okay. (laughs) So that makes sense. So for me, I always tell people the fame, I think it was Mark Twain that said it, like eat the frog. If you had to eat a frog, the best time to do it is in the morning because (laughs) just get it done. (laughs) No, I would say make that 9.30 to to 10. You don't don't worry about any of the other time. Like a half an hour is perfectly acceptable time to clean. Okay. Just, and then break that down into two sections. Be like for 15 minutes, I'm going to do the kitchen and for 15 minutes, I'm going to go into the living room and then so be done. Why then have I done. never done that? You <laughs> said 30 minutes and I thought, well, that just got not scary. I only right? clean when it's like, I have to do the whole yes. house or yes. nothing at all. Which, yeah. And I would, I would uh, add to that Shaylee, cause I'm programmed the same way as you is cause you know, you're going to do the work that the people are waiting on. Right. I'm going to do the work. That mm-hmm. So if you do say, okay, well then I have to clean before I get to that work. I mean, you're going to do the work. Right. Yeah. I'll don't do the work yes. sometime during the day. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And the reason, I mean, honestly, the reason you're saying like, you know, I don't, why haven't I just done that? Cause no one teaches us to like, yeah. no one, no one's parents are really teaching that. Like, even if you grew up in a house where you had chores, a lot of times it's like a, uh, it's a punishment or it's like a, you're being you're yes. disciplined if you don't do it. Okay. So then we grow up. I mean, I, I teach a lot of mindset stuff, so I'm very practical, but I'm also very much into the mindset of all of this oh, yeah. as well. And yeah. There's a lot of mindset that goes into keeping your home and, and even cleaning because if you grew up and cleaning was a chore, if you had to spend your Saturdays doing it, yes. if you were punished, if you didn't do it, why would you want to do it as an adult? <laughs> carried that mindset into True. your adulthood. How do we change where you're like, it? Yeah, yeah. So how do we, how do we change it? And also, can I throw in just yeah. to complicate things? Yeah. People who are like, don't want to be put in a box of like gender roles I get, I get that. And my husband is very helpful and he does help and he has his own thing that he's CEO of and that I have my things, but part of me finds joy and being like, but what if I want to make a happy home home that it, that I like enjoy, you know, having cookies, baking in a clean home. Like I do like the end result. Yep. And I think that that's okay to say, even though it's kind of scary to say out loud because then it's like, you're a. You're holding everyone, the whole women generation back. <laughs> like having a clean home. Yeah. I c- you, you just opened a Pandora's box because <laughs> I could go on for hours about this. Um, but I will keep it brief in that um, the only thing that that is going to hold us back as women is us holding ourselves back as women. That's the only thing that at this point in time that's going to hold us back. So we're in clap, 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 clap. Yeah, no, that's so, good. So um, we live in a very different time than we did 50 or 60 years ago. You know, my, I, I, 
mention like my grandmother, my grandmother didn't have a job. She didn't have her own car. She was given an allowance by my grandfather. Like she stayed home and cleaned and did all that stuff. I live a vastly different life than my grandmother. And I still enjoy making my home because here's the thing. Even if you didn't have children, like my friend, uh, Stephanie, who's a single woman, has no children. Um, like she's still a homemaker because she still comes home and makes sure that she's fed, that her dog is fed, that her house is clean. She still lights a candle when she comes home to feel good about herself. Making your home is not about your duty or the burden. It's about feeling a place that you can carry to the rest of the world. So I'm big on once you leave the four walls of your home, what are you carrying with you? Are you carrying stress? Are you carrying anxiety? Are your children doing that? Or are you carrying happiness and love? And sometimes baking cookies just makes you feel good. Like, let's just be honest. Like, it just feels good. So if that's going to help you carry that into the rest of the world, whether you're like kicking butt as a, a business owner, or you are just a mom who's staying home and taking care of her six kids and homeschooling them while your husband works, the res- end result is still the same. Like yes. you still want to have that beautiful cultivated home and the joy. I love that. I love that. And there is something to yeah. be said about like, I mean, your home, the way your home is, my major was interior design and I feel the same way is creating a space that you feel good in and happy about yes. if that's beige and plain looking and that's what like lights you up inside, then cool, go for it. But usually like creating a space isn't just a waste of time. It literally can change and transform how you live your life and feel and your attitude. Yeah. So Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I know when I buy like new a new throw pillow, like I just, I feel like happy. I'm like, oh my gosh, that's just, it like, like brights, brightens up the room. And, and when I go through and I like do a really thorough clean, like I'm not doing it because that's my only job as a woman. I'm doing that right. because I don't want to live in filth and, yeah. and my children help and my husband help. So part of being a homemaker to me is like, uh, being the manager and a manager delegates, manager isn't doing everything. The manager of target isn't ringing people out unless they need to be, you know, no one else is there to do it. Like he's, he or she is managing the other people there to make sure that it works together. And, and, and the manager, that is a job. That's a whole job. They're in charge. (laughs) Managing, even if you're not ringing out, is also a job that is extremely important. Yes. Oh, I love that. I love it. And I love being Uh like, and a single lady still is making a home. Same thing. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah. we there, we have this weird like June Cleaver connotation of like it's just a mom like sitting at home all day like making sure everything is perfect and her kids look perfect when her husband comes home. But we all, we know that the that dynamic is very different now. There's a lot of dad more dads than ever staying home. Yeah, while you know a woman goes out, and so there's nothing wrong with both people being um being in charge. But I just feel like for me personally in my home, like I'm okay with being the manager of things because um, I know how it feels when things are like managed really well. And I also know how things feel when they're uh, a hot mess. Yes. <laughs> so it feels a lot yeah. like a hot mess. Mm-hmm. It does. It feels awful. <laughs> yeah. That's good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So can we talk about momentum versus motivation a little oh, bit more? Yeah. Yeah. I really loved that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, So I, I don't even know where I started to to talk about this, but I think it was because I, I was finding in my own life, uh, that I was lacking a lot of motivation to do things. And I thought, well, what, what's the way that I can like actually want to do these things that I need to do. And so it was quotes, like, like I said, Shalene Johnson said, we're like, just do it for five minutes. And I, I also read a book by Mel Robbins called the five second rule, where it was like, just just do it. Like if you, in, in the moment you think about something, just count down from five and then just get up and do it. And it sounds so ridiculously simple, except none of us do it. We right. no, we all just go like, I should get up and like clean that. But and then we just sit there. I watched three episodes of house. <laughs> yes, exactly. Start or like, before it ends. I can't, it's not my fault. Like I can't help it. So yeah, that's, so I really started to think about, okay, well, that's really based on momentum because momentum is like starting a snowball. And when you first start it, it's hard. It's like, oh, I had to push it and push it. But then once you start the snowball and then you like push it up the hill, it starts to roll. And then you get it up to the top of the hill and it just like takes off and rolls. And that's how momentum works versus sitting around trying to be motivated. And we live in a very like, motivational society where like we're totally 
Yeah. Yeah. We're like waiting for that motive. We, we think like, I don't have the willpower. I'm not disciplined enough, but you can be completely undisciplined and still do five minutes of something. You can be like, well, I'm not, I'm not cleaning my whole house, but I'll do five minutes. Well, then guess what happens? You do five minutes and then you're like, well, that, that wasn't actually as bad as I thought it was. So yeah. I'll just do like five more minutes. And it's that, that's what I do. Cause like my Achilles heel is working out. Like I hate working out. I hate cardio. Yeah. Like I don't want to do it. So if I can just go, you know what? I, I'll just do five minutes of Pilates. It's fine. Well, five minutes passes so fast. And I'm like, oh, I can do five more minutes of that. But if I said, <laughs> I'm going to do 30 minutes of Pilates, I'd be like, nope, I'm not doing that. Yeah. And you can't make me. Can you so, still trick yourself though? You're like, okay, but I, I know what's so. going to happen. Because then you're like, I'm already in the spandex. I'm laying down on this mat. <laughs> Zero to five is the hardest. I might as well. Yeah. It really, it is. And I think, um, I mean, they're still getting, you still always have to get over the hurdle of like just getting up and doing it. But uh, what helps me and what has, I think, helped my students that they've said is um, just like looking at the end result. Like, well, how am I going to feel when it's done? Like really thinking about it. Cause I don't think en enough of us use the end result. Like think of the end result in mind. We just think about the fact that it's not done. Right. We're like, yeah. well, it's just not done yet. And that it feels daunting. But if I can go like, oh, wait, but when it is done, like, here's what it's going to look like, or here's what it's going to feel like. Oh, wait, that feels a lot better. I should yeah. just do it. Um, yeah, that has helped a lot. Oh, so, oh, so good. This okay, is so good. You also mentioned accountability. Mm -hmm. I do feel like, I mean, I, I have other people that live in my house with me, children and my husband. So, I mean, there's some built-in accountability, but I mean, my husband and I both will sometimes feel like, oh, let's just watch TV at the same time. Yeah. So where do you get the accountability from if it's all internal and you're Usually. the only one doing it? Yeah. Yeah. I think that um, accountability doesn't have to be just inside your own house. So you can have like an accountability partner that you even have, like a friend that you, like, I'm no joke. I have this with a friend of mine that we just, I'll say, Hey, I'm going to sit down and like record these three podcasts, even though I don't want to, cause I don't feel well. And, and I'll say, will you just like boxer me in an hour and just see if I've done it? Ooh. And she will. And you know what? It's, it's so simple. And no, is there any real consequence to that? No. Like if I, if I tell her, no, she's, she's not going to come over to my house and slap me. But time. <laughs> probably should. It would probably work, but more of the perceived, like letting someone down the perceived consequence of it. Exactly. You can also use accountability. You don't, it doesn't have to be negative. It could be positive. So it could be positive reinforcements. Like, uh, like treat yourself. I don't know. You can like treat yourself to something. Um, and it doesn't have to be every time, but if it's like, I get these things done and then I treat myself to insert whatever you're treating oh, yourself to. What's that? A LaCroix. And yes, a La LaCroix. La Once I get done with yeah. these five emails, I get to go get one. Exactly. Yep. And I did that. Like I did that yesterday. Um, I had to do some recording of stuff and I was just putting it off for no apparent reason. And then I thought, you know what? I really want to go to the coffee shop and like get myself a cup of soup. It was like Halloween and you know, they had a special. And I thought I can't do that until I get this done. Right. Yeah. Once I get this done, I get to go and do that. And you know what? I, I got it done. And then yes. I felt really good about myself. And I got to go have my like cup of Halloween soup. At and the then you coffee enjoyed shop. the Halloween soup more <laughs> than you would have if you wouldn't have done it. Yes. Okay. I got one more, yes. one more question. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Thank you for giving us so much of your special time. Uh, uh, I know. You had a time we were, block. Like, we recorded for five minutes for and then now I'm just, my momentum's carrying, my me, momentum's through. carrying me through. My momentum's carrying me through. We were like, we'll give her five minutes. <laughs> yeah. And we'll see what happens. And then we were I'm like, not giving any more I than that. I guess she's already on this call. We have headphones already. I guess we'll let her keep going. <laughs> yeah. Oh, whatever. Um, okay. So I truly identify with chores are what you do. It's a punishment. And I already, I mean, I feel so convicted because I feel like Saturday morning, we kind of decided is uh, work hard, play hard is what we're calling it. And so yeah. you get your stuff done and then we get to go play. But I do feel like it's a lot of guys, as soon as it's done, we get to have fun. It's we're going to do this horrible stuff <laughs> right, first. Right. I agree. It's awful. <laughs> but as soon as we yes. can get this over with, the fun starts. So, I mean, do you have any practical tips for how to not just hand that trauma to your kids? Yes. Yes. That, uh, that's a very good point. And, uh, that's something we work on in our house too, is like making them, cause I don't believe in chores as being a punishment and something I say, cause I was trying to think one time, like, how do I liken this to something we do every day? But like, 
you eat every day, hopefully you eat food and you enjoy it. And it's like a part of keeping you alive, but like you don't eat and then go like, well, I just brushed my teeth. So I probably shouldn't eat because like, then I'm going to have to brush my teeth again at some point. Like you, you don't treat like the, the eating as like the punishment or the brushing your teeth as a punishment, but we do that for like life. It's like, well, I cleaned everything and now everyone needs to like shut up and sit down because it, it's going to get dirty again. Well, it's always going to get dirty because we live, we don't live in a bubble. So for our house, what we've tried, it, it seems a little, like every time I mention it, it always seems very like cheesy, but I believe that everything in your house should be based on values. So what do you value? If you value time, then really you're not saying let's get all of this awful treacherous stuff done so that we can go do something fun. You're saying we value our time. And so the faster we can get all of this stuff done, the faster we can go out and enjoy our family time. Yeah. That's the, that, so it's like more of taking something that was a really negative uh, expectation and instead flipping it on its head and saying that we're going to do something we actually value in life. And so we value that time. And if we value family time, then that means everyone has to contribute and everyone needs to pitch in and get this done because then we get to go spend time together. That's for us. Uh, time is our number. Free time is, is our number one family value other than like being good people and all that stuff. Um, <laughs> but like number one, I like it's you, our number Kendra. one. Value. We like you, Kendra. We just decided. <laughs> we just, it took, it took Thank a you. while. It took me like 39 minutes, mm, but lies, we, yeah. like, we like you. She lies. Um, about yeah, five seconds. <laughs> it's like the five second rule. Five second rule. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, that's really good. That's really good. Okay. So, do you have time to play a quick uh, fun game with us? Oh my gosh! Yes. This sounds so fun. I thought this was the fun game. This is amazing. <laughs> this is amazing. <laughs> you. So, uh, yeah. We're gonna play a segment about setting goals. Goal setting. Yeah. Okay. Shane and it. I have both set a goal, um, and you're gonna tell us whether it's realistic or unrealistic, and then kind of just. How to reframe it. Coaches through it. If it's maybe wrong. I don't know. Realistic versus unrealistic. This segment's called okay. Realistic versus Verse unrealistic. unrealistic. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. It's so it special. Um, and it has a theme song. Right. right. Whoever's <laughs> editing this, I'm sure is going to have time to put a theme song behind that. Right. <laughs> um, here's my probably realistic goal because I'm really in touch with probably. reality. Okay. Um, okay. I just think that I'm not a morning person mm-hmm. and I've proven over the years that when I set goals early in the morning, I almost never achieve them. So I think what I'm going to start doing tomorrow is wake up at like 4 30 AM <laughs> and just block in like three to four hours before my kids ever wake up. Um, where I just, you know, hypothetically eat all the frogs. Like I'm going to just like, I'm going to scrub the baseboard silently, <laughs> yeah, silent, silently, yeah. Um, in the time I'm least motivated doing the chores I hate the most before anyone else wakes up and I start my day. And I think I'm going to do that seven days a week, seven days a week, just to, you know, get ahead. Okay. Good. Realistic or oh, unrealistic? Oh, 100. I mean, it's like, that's the most realistic goal. <laughs> you are, you are clearly good. set up for success I learned and lot. you'll probably within the next week, you'll be getting up at like three. Cause you'll be like, wow, <laughs> yeah. this is so like, so into this. Listeners, I um, hope we've inspired you today. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. So, cool. Thanks so much. Your best self. <laughs> and that best yeah. self does not sleep ever, ever. Her lamp does not no. go out at night. Just get all the stuff done. Like, just stay up all night, in fact. Like, it's fine. Okay. Um, Yeah, no, that's um, – <clears throat> it's funny because that is a really common goal that people start – I'm not even kidding. Like, uh-huh. people start out with that. and They're like, okay, so right now I wake up at 7. What I would like to do is wake up at 4.30. And I'm like, mm, perhaps try waking up at 6.30 and yeah. see how that works. Like, and – we do that. We really do that to ourselves and we don't mean to do it to ourselves. We, that's why I, I hate resolutions, yeah. to be honest. That's why I hate New Year's resolutions the way they stand now is because we go on December 31st. I was a hot mess. On January 1st, life changed. <laughs> got it I'm going to be <laughs> a totally different person. It's like, no, you're not. And I know for a fact, I've, I did it in the past and I would be like, January 1st, yeah, all in. And then I'd be like, well, pro- I mean, January 2nd, because like January 1st, I'm like a little hungover. Still, so maybe January 2nd. a holiday. Yeah, it's like a holiday. So yeah, instead I always say like, break it. If this was someone's real, like real goal that they wanted, like, like backtrack it a little and go, can I get up 15 minutes early 
earlier or a half an hour earlier. And then like, once I have that down, five, like, five go backwards, minutes five minutes, <laughs> even five. Yes. Whatever you can start out with that doesn't feel as like, Oh my God, this is so treacherous because if it's treacherous, you will never do it. I'm not going to so, lie. I got up 15 minutes early today, 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. And I thought, yeah, I just don't want to be rushed while I'm straightening my hair today. I just don't yes. want to be rushed. And it changed my whole life. Really? And you didn't feel you- rushed? Um, I didn't feel as rushed. I'll say. <laughs> hey, I felt I'll take it. it was raining and, you know, I felt, but I had time to get coffee. See, I mar- margin, margin. Yes. That's what it gives you. That's what the extra time gives you is that margin to kind of like just do your own thing. And then if you got up 15 minutes earlier than that, like you would have, like you wouldn't be rushed at all. So it's like me, that Kendra. feeling. Don't push me. She's so spicy. Stop. Just leave me alone. I'm just kidding. No, but you're right. It doesn't like 30 minutes early is doable. 4.30 AM is not sustainable. No. It's not. And it's, it, you can, you may be able to say, that's the other thing. You may be able to do that for one or two days. Like, it's not that you'll never be able to do that. You may be able to do that one or two days, but it's like, uh, when people like limit their calorie count by like a significant amount, like you can do that for a little while before you're like starving. And that's, what's going to happen with waking up. And then you're actually going to be resentful of yourself, Mm -hmm. resentful of the time of waking up earlier. And you're going to be like, I'm not, I'm not waking up early at all. I'm just going to sleep in and and then you fall into the failure loop, which is like right. the, I'm a failure. I, I can't do well. anything, which is a horrible right. place to be. I might as we well go there. get fast food for all three meals today because yeah, I can't eat yes. one bottle of juice a day anymore. <laughs> no, I can't do it. So I'm going to go the opposite direction. Right. Okay. Yes. Here's that'll my, show me. That'll show me. Okay. Here's my realistic versus unrealistic. And then we'll wrap up. Okay. Okay. I'm laying on the couch. <laughs> Literally right now. Literally right now. I'm at my house. Um, <laughs> I'm watching, let's see, um, we'll say Fixer Upper again. Okay. Uh, this on, time I think they're really going to fix it up. Right. Right. <laughs> Fixer Upper. I'm like, what's going to happen? <laughs> um, <laughs> is it going to be beautiful at the end with furniture they don't own? <laughs> Maybe. Such a cliffhanger every yeah. time. Every so time. they pull that board away and I'm like, what is it going to be? Have they already shown me a 3D rendering? I love the show. <laughs> Joanna. Joanna, we're waiting Anytime for you. Anytime you want to come on the podcast, you just let us know. Yeah. Um, so my daughter's sleeping. I have a little bit of time, but my body doesn't want to move. And I think, should I clean the kitchen for five minutes before she wakes up? Because I probably have 25 minutes left or no minutes left. It's a ticking time bomb. Mm. (laughs) Been there. If I clean the kitchen for five minutes and don't finish it, but I just do the sink or whatever, then I can come back and relax with a cup of coffee until she wakes up. And then I lift Mm -hmm. my body. I will myself off of the couch and I start heading towards the kitchen. Is that realistic or unrealistic? That's absolutely that, realistic. Shaylee? I learned I learned that, that on this podcast. Just I now heard. in real time. <laughs> in real time, you are setting real goals. No, but really, like five, yeah. I've never thought, I've thought time blocking was, I don't know why I always thought I had to clean the whole house at one time. Or the <laughs> because whole Because that's what people, people think, because that's the way pe- we're like taught. I mean, I used to think that cleaning other people's houses, it was like, I have to, like, I thought it was going to be like a whole day event. I didn't realize I could clean someone's house in like two hours. When I first started, it was like, oh, it has to be this like long thing. It's like, I'm no, it doesn't. You can house on Wednesday. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's like one whole house. First of all, no, it can, can be done in like two hours. Can I hire you? She's good. <laughs> Oh my God. I was, I was very fast and efficient, but I always say when you're cleaning someone else's house, you don't have any of the distractions you do in your own house. So I didn't have to, I was there for a job and that was it. So I didn't have to, you know, worry about the phone ringing or getting someone a snack or like coming upon a whole thing, stack of photos and being like, Oh, I should organize. (laughs) Remember how small I was in college. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Oh my goodness. Thank you so much. Kendra. How can we become your student? Yeah. Where do we find you? (laughs) Yeah. You can um, find me at motherlikeaboss.com. That's where every, all the things are, all the information. Um, I have a podcast, the Mother Like a Boss podcast. You can find that on, you know, all the podcast places, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, but then on Mother Like a Boss. Yes. But I'll know how to find a podcast. (laughs) But also if someone does want to take, do you have anything launched or launching? Like any, uh, how do you take on students? If we want to be your protege. 
Yeah. So I, my two biggest, uh, courses that I have, so I don't do one-to-one work right now, but I do, um, I have two courses. I have homemaker issue, which is like a home management course. So we talk about goals and, and time ownership and prioritizing and then cleaning and decluttering and meal planning. It's like an umbrella course about home management. And then I have a cleaning course called clean it like you mean it, which is a hundred video tutorials on how to clean. First of all, you yeah. nailed the names. Mm-hmm. So there's that. Yes. Thank you. Um, <laughs> thank you. Genuinely me wanting to take these courses. Can you tell me the price points? I don't ever ask this, but I want, <laughs> yeah. to, I want to know. Yes. <laughs> I absolutely can. So at the moment, um, I think both are like in like a sales kind of area where um, they're 157. Okay. Yeah, but yeah. it's usually they're anywhere from 157 to like 227 okay. is like the normal price range. Um, but they have lifetime access. They both have a private Facebook group and I do live calls in there and stuff. So it is like it pays for itself within a month or two. Yeah. Sure. That's like hiring a cleaning lady to clean your house like a couple times. Yeah, well, pretty I much. And I tell people all the time. more expensive than Missouri, but. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, uh, I tell people all the time that when I did a first time cleaning for someone, like just a one time, like big deep cleaning, it was twice the price of one of my courses just for one wow. uh, yeah, cleaning. So it's like, yeah. So uh, if you can get, you know, if you can, you know, just get this, the course, and then you can like even drop your current cleaner down to like once a month instead of once every two weeks. It pays yeah. for itself. Yeah. Clean it like you mean it. Clean it like you mean it. Live your life like you mean it. Oh my goodness. Try to be Kendra like you mean it. Mother it like a bum. Thank you so much for taking your time and giving us all of this like free, wonderful wisdom on all of it. No, thank you. This has been one of the best podcast experiences I have ever had in two years. Okay. Can you say that one more time? But instead of one of the, just (laughs) Just say the the best. And then we're going to, we're going to quote you everywhere. This has been the best podcast experience. It really, it really has. It's been wonderful. You guys are amazing. So fun. Earlier one. We'll bleep it. This has been the best. Yeah. We'll just make it. Yeah. We'll bleep it. They can fill in the blank. Um, absolutely. Thank you so much though. Um, I can't wait to clean. try to do all of this. Yeah. I, I can't say the word clean yet, but I can't wait to do five minutes of things. I can't wait to become more homemaker-ish. Good. Homemaker-ish. That's awesome. Oh, well then I've done my job. You've done it. Sheila, I just realized we said, I can't on daylight saving and motivation during the winter. We use the same tagline for sponsors. Is it contractually that we can't use the exact same tagline? It just sounds a little lazy. Well, it's winter and they can't save any time. So let's come up with a new one. Maybe. Next episode brought to you by coming up with our fake sponsors during the winter. We can't. Apparently. <laughs> we didn't. Next episode, I get a little vulnerable, a little bit, a little, a little more uh, deep. And I talk about the major life changes I did to take control of my uh, sadness. <laughs> Katie got her life in check. It involves childcare and deep yeah. thoughts. So I'm going to go into the weeds of how I made that decision and how it's going next episode. Shaylee and Katie, the podcast was recorded in Springfield, Missouri. Thank you so much for listening. We'd love to hear from you on Instagram, Facebook, and our favorite spot of all, an iTunes review. Also, feel free to email us at shayleeandkatie at gmail.com. We love hearing from you guys. Seriously. We love you.